All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my queens. How is it going? And kings. I don't want to leave y'all out, but y'all already know we're here for the girls. <laughs> right. Um, hey, boo-boo babies. It's going well. How are you? New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Yes. How's your week going? My week has been going by so fucking fast. I feel like it was just the beginning of the week and now it's just like. Ugh. First, I felt like it was going at a snail's pace. I said there it was jam packed, but I was feeling a little overwhelmed. I think that's what helped the week go by so fast for me because it's like Monday something, Tuesday something, Wednesday something something that you know yeah sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday yellow. but honestly if i'm being true to my authentic self which is on trend with today's episode <laughs> i thrive in busyness if i had to pick between being busy and not being busy i would very much prefer to be busy i love it okay, okay. so i yeah. um I can stand for a little bit of relaxing and a little mix. Like I felt like, damn, I only don't like to be busy when it impedes on my routines. Like I felt like my routines were all out of whack Sunday. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to the grocery store. So even that little thing mm -hmm. threw off my week and I really need my like routine, even the little small things mm -hmm. to really make me feel like I'm thriving. So when it's so busy that I feel like, red turtleneck then I'm like <laughs> actually no clean the calendar clear it clear it clear it for a minute mm -hmm. so I'm really excited actually for next week to kind of be on a decline I guess because mm -hmm. this this week was just all uphill yeah damn so many things I realized that I have not gone to the gym this week mm -hmm. and I was thinking you know what I really like restorative yoga oh 
So maybe that's the practice. I need to implement that in my schedule soon. Mm -hmm. Makes me feel good. Good. At the purple. Where was that place? Purple Purple yoga. yoga. Purple yoga. I liked their class. So I was like, you know what? I need to do some restorative yoga. Maybe get on class pass. Do you want that to be your main source of like movement? Working out? Not main. Okay. No. Because if so, and you were going to go like a few times a week, class pass would have been a great option for that. No, just something to sprinkle in here and there Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling like I need it. Okay. Yeah. Period. So looking into that, I also felt like, you know what? I was listening to something and um, they said they were taking a sewing class and I said. My mom is taking a sewing class. She is? Yeah, she's been doing it for a couple months now. She feeling experienced? Yeah, she was like, you know, I'm going to make your wedding dress. I was like, Mom, <laughs> she ambitious. Went, she went big. Ambitious. She was like, you know, I'm going to be making outfits. I'm going to be making things. So, yeah. Yeah, she's been going, I think it's every Tuesday and Thursday or Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, something. I don't okay, know. Let me, I'm going to tap in with CC to see the deets on her class. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's like 11 or 12. I did used to have a sewing machine. Um, so I used to sew a little bit. But I was thinking, like, you know, all the alterations, I could be doing those myself. Oh. Like I want something altered, changed. I can just, you know, get on my sewing machine, make the little alterations and be good to go. So it's an, an investment too. Mm-hmm. It might be worth investing in mm-hmm. learning and really refining the skill. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Tap in with the girl because she definitely is in a class. Yeah. I'm going to tap in with her. She's in a class. That's cute. Yeah. I love it. Um, What else do I want to say? I don't know. What do you want to say? I want to say I also love when you all rate and review the podcast. Of course we do. That means a lot to us. Word of mouth is everything. Word of mouth is king when it comes to these, um, to just feedback, feedback in general. So if you have not already started doing so, get your ass over on Spotify. We are trying to run up the ratings and also run up the follows on Spotify. Yes. Spotify is really unique in that way. So follow the podcast so you get notified when new episodes are dropping and it'll be added to your little what's new um, feed feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Spotify is a really great option. Super free to listen to all your podcasts over there. No hassle, no hustle, no bustle. Yeah. Easy. It's really user, a, re, a really user friendly pl- platform. And I like it because it's a one stop shop. Same. At first, I wasn't listening over there, but once I started, I was like, okay, I get it. I'm definitely a Spotify mommy. I never open my Apple Music. I have not been using my Apple Music. But I cannot, I can't quite. And I need to disconnect from it because no. I'm paying $9.99. <laughs> I'm paying $9.99 a month for both. I can't quite, I can't quite cut the cord. Mm. It must be an Apple user thing. It must be an iOS thing. Right, but the thing is, if you're never, like, when's the last time you used it? I mean, well, I use it every month when I have to do the pod, the um, playlist and okay, stuff like that. Okay, but I mean, like, use it for your personal use. No, nah, I don't use it for my personal use, honestly, truly. Only time I use it is if I want to listen to something that I don't want to alter my feed over on Spotify. Like, if I want to hear something, like, super random. Because, you know, Spotify is really great because they recommend music like what you've already been listening to. And, like, what you're feeling in the moment. Right. And I'm like, don't. If, I'm, if I want to go get but into. as soon as you listen back to what you've been listening to, it, it goes right back to the regular algorithm. I just don't want to touch it. Like the other day, Amadel and I were talking about Taylor Swift. And I was like, I think I know one Taylor Swift song. So I went to search it. And I'm like, see, that would have fucked up my Spotify <laughs> algorithm. I was like, I cannot listen to this over there. Um, but I maybe at one at some point I will cut the cord. But we're working on it. Mm-hmm. For the meantime, though, in between time, I have been listening to all my podca- podcasts and my music on, over on Spotify. Because it's free 99. 
Yeah, so please run up the ratings over there. The girl, the Apple girlies have showed up, showed out, and continue to show up and show out. And for that, we appreciate you because, like we said, it is so important to give us our flowers in that way. And follow over there. Yes. That's a different little piece over on Spotify. Exactly. It keeps you at the top of the mind. <laughs> and that's where we like to be, at the top of your mind. Period. So, keep doing that. We also have Patreon, which is our exclusive community we love when you all come over and join us mm. now on patreon we have a lot going on we have a lot tons going on we do a monthly check-in where we share things about ourselves our lives current yeah. current tea going on most of the tea that we share on here is topic based like around a series so over there every month we just dish tea about how we're feeling in the moment some of our experiences revelations things like that mm -hmm. so if you want to hear about that a safe space of sorts Exactly. A safe space of sorts. We've kept it real safe. Yeah. We never got no tea over there. What do you mean? Pushback, funk, beef. No, no, none, none of that. None of that over there has been Welcome all love. Me. It's been all love. So Non-judgmental girls. If you are a lover girl and you love the girls, Patreon is that girl for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So who are our patrons this week? Let's shout them out. Let's shout them out. Let's shout them out. I have Where they at? Where they at? We have a few. We have a handful. Let's we have Khadija. Khadija. What's up, girl? Darlangi. Hey, hey Darlangi. Alexa. Alexa. And Sarah. And Sarah. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us over on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Yeah. A heart of sorts. A heart of hearts. Um, Y'all, we are going to El Salvador. Now, let me tell you something. This is going to be a movie. It's going to be it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a real special time. When we went to El Salvador, we just felt like celebs. We were feeling like celebs and just really embodying luxury. We luxury in the time. jungle. We had a time. We were in embodying a jungle luxury. And you can imagine that then. <laughs> yeah. You might want to get your ass over here and join us. Um, but it was really a blast. And we are deciding to go back there with a few select mommies, close homegirls, mm -hmm. homegirls being y'all. Um to just do the things that homegirls do. We're going to eat really good. We're going to rest. We're going to restore. We're going to do some mindful movement through like yoga practices and things of that nature. We are going to be hosting a few amazing workshops around sisterhood and connection and friendship and just overall workshops to make us better. We got it all taken care of. We do. Our itinerary is taken care of. The food is taken care of. You just have to show up. That's Commit it. and show up. The friends are taken care of. All of I that. I know. The friends my are taken care and of. And I'm like, my mom was like, is the food included? I'm like, yeah. Girl, yeah. That's the what you're paying for. And she was like, well, I guess me and, she was like, me and Cece going to have to find some, something to do. I said, no, it's already figured out. What you're right. doing is it's, figured it's, out. It's, it's just show up. You and Cece just have to show up. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. Just show up with a clear mind. And an open heart. Open heart. And it's going to be a good time. She's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's real cool. And one thing you can count on Brittany and I to do is take care of the details. When it comes to an experience, baby, we're going to lay it off. We're laying out the red carpet for our girls. So if I saw this meme and it was like showing different Virgo combinations. And it said with the v Virgo and the Libra, the aesthetics are always on point. Yeah, because Libras like fine things. And the Virgos will make it happen. So... If this experience is calling you, which I hope it is, I'm really excited and eager to connect with all of the girls. Um, and if that's you, then please use the link in the show notes. Um, reach out to us if you have questions. We have a retreat manager who can help you out. Yep. And we just want to get you signed up. So, yeah, do that. Also, 
some other tea is there's a discount if you join us over on Patreon. There is. They were giving our girls for the towards their last payment. So, um, yeah. There's perks, many perks of joining. Figure out what the best avenue is for many yourself. Perks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I love a fucking discount. I saw, you know, Farfetch. Yeah. Amex is giving a um, discount. Really? $120 off. When you spend what though? 600 <laughs> That's a deal, a steal though. Imagine that. If there's I mean, something that you want you... for $600 and you get $120 off of it. I know, but you got to be prepared and ready to spend 600 I'm aware, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. We're working towards it. So last week we had a really, really, really great conversation about small talk. We did. It was such a good conversation. We talked about the art of small talk, y'all. How to have meaningful, they don't have to be super deep, but meaningful mini bonds. Mm -hmm. And um, how to make small talk not so cringeworthy. Because it will definitely have a spiraling, cringing. And it was nice to know that so many of you feel the same. Yes. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. I feel seen. They feel seen. Every, I, I, everybody was seeing us. Oh, my gosh. It was like magnifying glass, small right. talk. Yes, I see you. I, I hate agree it with too. you. I hate it here, too. It's hard for me. It's a challenge for a lot of us. But we also recognize while it is a challenge, it's something that we actually need to just tap in and improve on yeah lean in lean in look the beast in the eye and it's actually funny um the day that we released that episode we actually went out to a a dinner a happy hour of sorts Mm -hmm. with amazing people that we had never had like an an in-person uh interaction with so we really had to flex our small talk skills that that it was meaningful, but it was just the first time that we were like getting to know each other. So we were using the um, skills that we learned, the vertical questions, honey, mm-hmm. the horizontal questions, comboing them motherfuckers up, pulling them all together. And I was I felt empowered. I was like, oh, I have I really do have tools in my toolkit that I can pull out when I need to. And that was just perfect. I'm like practice. Yeah. Practice. Praxis. And the thing is, I realized about like something I realize is I don't have that much of a problem engaging in small talk when it's in settings like that, because it's like, I already know what the vibe is. Right. It's kind of like when I'm thrown into the setting, like the seeing someone at a store mm-hmm. or, you know, seeing someone I didn't expect to see and then being like, OK, now there's somebody I got to engage with. Right. That's when it really gathers me. By yeah, the I think if neck. we can just release and and we had so much uh, uh, such a full conversation last week um but just still echoing the sentiments if we can just release the pressure and the anxiety and just lean into like knowing learning a person even if just for a quick moment um then we'll enjoy ourselves a little bit better definitely so yeah this week though so this week speaking of knowing a person <laughs> This week, we're going to be talking about how well we understand and know ourselves, mm. which is essential because how can you know somebody else when you don't even know your damn self? But you would be surprised about how many of us really feel stuck in that area, stumped, if yeah. you will. Like, we just float through life. We get into our routine. We get into our day-to-day. And very rarely do we take the time to really be introspective and just say, hmm, mm-hmm. What do I like? Right. Who am I? Right, right, right. Who is Brittany? Who is Germany? Who are you? Yeah. The girl listening. But today we're going to put it into that. This is this is one of those tools that really needs to be sharpened because when we know ourselves and understand ourselves fully, 
we really can thrive. Mm -hmm. We really can operate in this world from a place of more confidence. Authenticity. Yes. Boldness. All of that. Yeah. And we often hear about like finding ourselves in our developmental stages, like as young women, young adults, young people. Um, But when we come back around to the middle aged girls, we start to ask this question again, Mm -hmm. like, who am I? Yeah. Because we get shook. Sometimes we get shook up. Maybe there's an event that happens. Maybe something just clicks and we just want to know who we are. Yeah. Um, And I I think that um, when you are in your like young adulthood and you're like learning who you are in this stage, you really do gain a lot of insight. And then you sort of plateau, sort of like what we were talking about. You gain so many tools, resources, insight into yourselves. And then you like kind of coast on that belief and that that learned knowledge. And then you look up like 10 years later, like, OK, I think I need to do some more. Right. Am I still digging. that person? Yeah. More digging needs Did to I have occur. a good grasp on who I thought I was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what really is going on? Try to get a feel of a feel of that. Yeah. Just a sense. And it really affects our mental health as well. Um, And just allows us to open up and accept ourselves. Outside Mm -hmm. of just knowing who we are and understanding, we have to come into a place of acceptance. Yeah. Because a lot of us struggle with that and we don't accept ourselves. It is like a constant source of contention. It's like an ongoing battle. And sometimes we feel like, okay, I'm not able to rest. Something feels uneasy. Why am I not feeling like content? Mm-hmm. Um, and a the whole girls bunch just of feel lost. Yeah. Cue the Robin thing. <laughs> lost without. Yes. Um, how well would you say you know yourself? Or is it on a scale? You want me to just like subjectively talk about we it? We can put it on a scale, one to ten. I would say maybe like an eight, seven and a half, eight on a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say eight. I was thinking that number two. Because when I asked you the question, I said, she's going to ask me next. But I definitely feel like I know myself on an eight. The reason why I don't feel like it's a 10, because like I just mentioned, I have like that feeling, like that faint feeling of there's more to. Yes. Like there's more to learn about mm-hmm, myself. Mm-hmm. There's more um, room for me to feel fully comfortable. And un- yes, confident and bold yeah. and just like really sure of yeah. some things. I agree. And sometimes I feel like. Yeah, there's just, just there's like some void. Like I'm on the surface of some parts of myself. I could go deeper, but I don't either know how. I don't know what questions to ask. Am I not asking the right questions? It's like that vibe. Am I just floating? Right. What's tea? Exactly. What's tea? It's just like that something. Yeah. It's very like something. <laughs> and I feel like whenever I'm like, okay, I need a reset. I need a refresh. I need to figure some things out. I want to try this. I want to try that. It's it's that. It's mm. because of this. Like yeah. not fully knowing myself or understanding myself yeah so have you ever battled with feeling just lost Hmm. i felt i guess kind of lost i feel like i've lost myself in things like Mm. parts of myself not fully but i feel like i have lost parts of myself like in a sense where i'm making myself become comfortable or adaptable to things that i know i'm really not in, in doing that, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I feel a little lost here. Like, yeah. I don't feel good. Yeah. So, in that way, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. You felt lost? Um, Like you mentioned, like, where you just don't feel like you're operating as your higher self and you got to really gain, nigga, focus. 
Like I'm, I'm slowly, I'm gonna look up and it's just gonna be a little light that's closing in. You know yeah. that vibe, like yeah. going down a dark hole, dark spiral. Um, that's happened before in in points of my my journey. However, never just a complete like I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know my purpose. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, doing or doing. And that happens too. That that's a thing. Yeah. And there's different things that cause us to lose our identity or mm-hmm. who we are, right? Mm-hmm. So many different things. And one of the things is when you put everyone else's needs before your own. The martyr. <laughs> yes. The martyr. If you have not listened to our episode on martyrism, what do you call it? Martyrism? Is that a thing? I think so. Martyrism tap in. Yeah, for sure. But oftentimes we focus so much on others and their needs and we reject our own. Like I just said, like Mm -hmm. when I feel like I've lost a part of myself or felt like, okay, I'm not fully operating as my full self. It's often has been has been because of this focusing on how others need me, how I'm showing up for others and meeting their needs and just pushing mine completely to the back of my mind or to the side. And it's like, okay. What the, what are we really doing here? Yeah, you have to show up for yourself first. Definitely. You have to do the self-fool. Self-fool, self-first, then I can help you. Right. That's how we stay connected to what it is that, like, our own self, our own identity. My mom does this in a way that no one else does. Listen. Maybe listen. That girl is going to put herself first. If she don't want to do it, she won't. She don't give a damn what it means to you. She's going to be like, no. It's not giving that. And not in a way that's like... <laughs> Not in a way that's selfish, but in a way that's always, I have to do what I want to do first, and then I can do what it is that you want me to do first. I think there is an element of selfishness, though. And again, like I said- With her? Oh. No, in general. (laughs) In general. Not the reading of your mother on the show. (laughs) So you see, I'm actually not- I'm calling you out. But in a way, like I mentioned on last week's episode, how the word selfish is often- weaponized Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. that is like a bad thing when someone calls you selfish or you think of your yourself as selfish but it's actually very necessary sometimes a lot of times and i really feel like i'm starting to operate more in my cc (laughs) that's what we calling i've been doing big cc why do you feel that way because i don't want to do something i'm just not and oftentimes like it feels weird just saying, I actually don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. people look at you like, what do you mean you yeah. don't want to do that? Like, I'm asking you to do it. And it's like, I get it and I understand, but I don't want to. Yeah. And I'm just not. And how have you been feeling in that space? Good. Empowered? Initially uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm just saying no with no real reason. Like, it's easier to say no if you're like, no, I'm not, I am I can't do it because I gotta. And it's funny that we always feel like we have to have a, uh, because I have to, or a comma after our no. Exactly. You know, like, no, but I, I'll try to do it later or no, because I have to do this. Right, no, like, I no, wish I, I could, would, but, but yeah. But I have really been just saying no mm, because period. I don't want to. Period. And it feels weird. It felt weird at first, but now I'm like, no, I just don't want to. I'm, I don't have an excuse or a full reason. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. And do you find that it's easier to to operate in that no with people who are close to you who can understand it. Like if they push back on it, you can explain it or. Well, I feel like that's, it's harder to do it then because it's easier to say no to somebody who you don't know, or they don't have any expectations. Hmm. So I ask that because I feel like somebody who I don't know, 
I could easily be like, no, and come up with a reason so that they they ex- they accept my excuse is like, oh, OK, there's a reason there. But to flex the no and no response with somebody who doesn't know you in relationship, like in intimately where they understand like, well, she might not want to do it today. She'll show up again later. Or you have this like constant interaction with them. I just think that's so like different, you know, Um. Yeah, I, I hear <laughs> I hear what you're saying that I can see how that can be difficult. But um, you I haven't had that experience. I yet. haven't had that experience yet. Yeah. No. And I feel like honestly, truly, you would be like, yeah, no, I just can't. I don't want to. And I yeah, would just I be don't. that with somebody who you don't know. And then you really don't give a fuck. Well, it's just that I give a fuck about me. I more. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not mad at That's it. That's what it be. I'm not mad. It's at not it. that I don't give a fuck. It's just that sometimes I give a fuck about me more. We do things because we give a fuck too much about other people at the fault of our own. Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to just say, forget everything that I want to do to make you feel better while I'm suffering through it. Like, I really did not want to do this. Now I'm doing it and complaining the whole way when I could have just said, you know what? I don't want to do that. The silence. Yeah. The struggle. Yeah. So another way or another reason why we experience a loss of identity is because we're disconnected from our thoughts and our feelings. This happens all the time. So a lot of times we distract ourselves with snacks, food, alcohol, going out, our cell phones, instead of tapping in when we do feel some sort of contrast in ourselves. If something happens, instead of going inward and assessing why am I feeling what I'm feeling, we'll numb the feeling with by doing something else or gloss over it. Like, it's okay, I'll just go shopping. Or it's okay, I'll just get on TikTok. Yeah. I'm not even going to like really deeply dive into why I'm mad right now or why I'm triggered or why I'm upset with him. I'm just getting on TikTok and it ain't no tea. I feel like I'm guilty of this. Very rarely. And this is coming from a girl as a black girl on TikTok, <laughs> as a black girl who needs to do work. Um, I re- very rarely do. I really sit and get hella introspective Same. after something happens not saying i don't ever get around to it but you know how some people just like really sit in it and get intentionally to and right they'll sit down and be like pen paper journaling what am i feeling that's the part of journaling that truthfully truthfully true i'm gonna let you finish kanye you can go ahead okay because yeah. you're like in mid-thought i feel like that's the part of me that really why i don't like journaling i don't know if i'm I want to get deep with myself in a real way where I'm like, oh, yes, let's pull out those grimy parts. Mm -hmm. But I'm also a little afraid if I can be completely honest. I'm afraid of what's going to come up Mm -hmm. if I really sat with myself and was like journaling. And I feel like it makes me I feel stupid doing it. Why do you feel stupid? I feel stupid doing it because I'm like, (laughs) I think the way I I imagine journaling is like the way I used to do it when I was younger. (laughs) Like Dear Diary type shit? And I know that that, we have talked about a journaling (laughs) practice here so often that I know that there's so many ways to journal. There's guided prompts. There's just a like stream of consciousness. But I have to really get comfortable with like, what don't I like in there? What's in there? What actually happened? Right. What happened? What actually happened? Because I think sometimes good or bad right so many things happen and i just gloss over them Mm -hmm. and never really take the time to sit in how i feel 
And it's I, not always the bad things, like even the good things. Like, how did you really feel when you got that news? Yes. Or when somebody said this or when you found out that. Yeah. It's just like it happens and I'm like, okay, on to the next moment. Agreed. Agreed. And it keeps us from being curious and just learning, really, really knowing ourselves. I can say that's that's the part of me that's like, that's that. That's why I'm at a 7.5. You feel me? Bringing it down. I feel like that's why I'm like 7.58 yeah. on a good day right. because I haven't done that work that it takes to be like, what's 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 ugly? What's dark in there that you don't really like? There's been some moments of that where I'm like, I don't like that characteristic. I'm changing it. And then I work towards that. But just the things that I have not sat with. Right. You know, it, it's, it's all of those things. So I, I feel you. I personally do the same thing. And. As we were like looking and going over this episode, I was like, okay, these are definitely practices that I need to implement this month and like um, questions that I need to ask myself to just get more comfortable with the person that I am and like know who the fuck I am. Because I'd be knowing if it's like, who, bitch, I'm in the streets, I'm outside with it, I know what's up. Can't nobody right. just come up to me and just say any old thing. But the person that I have to be with myself all the time. The, the that's intimate different. parts of you. The intimate parts. The intimate parts of you. And I definitely think that I'm learning more about myself as things are pulled from me like especially in therapy therapy yeah you're you really don't i need to like sign up (laughs) (laughs) i didn't like the last i have to really um i just gotta lean in that's it i just gotta lean in that the last therapist she didn't do it for me and i know that every therapist won't do it for you uh but i'm like girl i can't be therapizing you and that just made me feel like i didn't need it right so i need to take my ego maybe i was feeling some way about her i don't know probably i mean it's it's definitely all of that matters yeah it all is important when you're finding a therapist but i think it would be beneficial to talk to somebody because things just come up yeah. you go every week no sis. okay every other i'm like are you doing <laughs> I'm not, what's going I'm on? Not on every week uh-huh. every other but yeah definitely distracted yeah. like I, I really need to tap in with myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more same just sit down. I I be feeling like like I just said I'm love to be busy, always on the move. But maybe Is sometimes it? I need to just sit down and do nothing and really tap in. Yeah, because that can be a distraction. Yeah, too. Maybe productivity. Yeah, who yourself away from learning? Now what we're the in fu- a se- now we're in session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're in fucking session. Yeah, that keeps us on the surface. If you're always busy, you never really have time to stop and say, "Hmm, what's going on there?" You just go on to the next thing. Oh, I got a lunch. I got a dinner. I got a shoot. I got a report. I got to prepare for this. Exactly. And then your mind is in work mode. Right. And your spirit, your energy, your mind, your body, everything is just always go, go, go. go. But I think that's why I like the morning walks because Mm. that's when I feel the most present. Like I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted. I may be listening to something, usually something that's feeding me or making me think when I'm on the walks, but I just really feel tapped in. Yeah. And I ain't walked in a minute. Okay, she got it. Because, girl, it was the heat wave. Yeah, I understand. So I was like, "Uh, I can't be paving the pavement. Beating the pavement. Yeah. Dying, falling out out there, all in the name of introspection. Girl, get your ass back in the house. I wouldn't been able to think about nothing, but it's hot. Yeah, sweating and shit. That would have distracted you. Yeah. Um, Okay, so another reason why we experience a loss of identity is when we have these life transitions and changes in our roles. Mm. Divorce, relationships end. Maybe we lose someone jobs Uh, jobs something traumatic that really like strips us of who we were operating as Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that could really fuck you up it can i i remember when uh i feel like i was 
a not a professional student because I only did grad school, which is pretty normal, common. But school being a student was like my identity. And when school was over, I was like, what is this? What are we doing? Do I need to go back to school? Maybe I should get another master's degree. Like all of these ideas and thoughts that I was thinking to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm thinking like, who am I outside of being like a student? Right. That's the only thing I know that I do relatively well. And I have evidence of what I do well. Right. It's like, there's degrees here. Right. People are proud of me. I am the first to do this. Like, right. yes, keep praising me for being a great student. Right. I'm like, Ooh, there's something there. Yeah, there is something. There's something there with whatever we decide to commit to, especially when it's associated with the role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a wife. Yeah. I'm a mother. Hell, I'm even a girlfriend. Yeah. And that gets taken away from you. and You start to wonder, OK, what am I? Do I have value? Do I still have worth now that I no longer have this role? Mm-hmm. And then I didn't. That's why you see a lot of people, they get divorced and then they go on an eat, pray, love journey. Yeah. Bitch, or even a breakup it's like i gotta go do a social media detox right <laughs> and i gotta, gotta tap get back into to the bare self. bones of this thing. i gotta tap into self yeah. and do all the things that i wasn't doing in that relationship and now i know myself i know better i know <laughs> again shit once more yes because i had lost her yes i had lost her along tied the up way. into like what they want to do what yeah. they're planning what mm-hmm. their expectations are all of that, we can really lose ourselves. Mm-hmm. We also can lose ourselves in shame and feeling unworthy. Now, you know, this is a T. This, this is some a tea, big y'all. one. And because of it, we bury parts of ourselves. That mm, The things that we truly like, the things that we really want to do, be deep down because we feel like we can't express them. Right. For whatever reason, maybe somebody called you like ugly or... Somebody said something. Somebody said something. And they be <laughs> somebody saying said something. And it's crazy how that one something will stick with you. If it's something negative, that will stick with you. Girl. If it shames you, makes you feel bad. Yes. It don't matter when they said it. I remember shit that people said in the eighth grade. And I'm like, how dare you say that? I know it's still how on your back. You? And I don't forget that. You know, I, I feel the same. We actually just had this conversation. So for a long time. Okay, I just have to tell a story now. <laughs> Fuck, man. Damn. Every every week we come here and got to be more and more vulnerable. <laughs> more and more open. What the hell is this? Um, so I started having sex very young. Mm-hmm. What's very young? Bitch, damn. Okay, because I mean, the- you could, some people might think, did she start at 12? No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I, for the sake of your story being received the way you want to be received, <laughs> how well is how For young? the sake of details and clarity. <laughs> no t no shade to the girls who started having sex at 12 no t no shade no i was like in ninth grade okay 14 that sounds terrible no it's okay it's your truth it was for it but people start at different ages there was a girl speaking of the eighth grade when i was in eighth, my eyes watering not because i'm crying y'all because there was someone pregnant at my middle school i know but that's just not my story so i know anyway um i was in the ninth grade and for all intents and purposes I was dating someone who was older than me, two years older than me, who was in 11th grade, which I probably shouldn't have been doing because it's just different. It's, nigga, the mind is just different. Yeah, so, they ready. Ready, okay? And I I wasn't ready to sing no Beyonce, although I did. No Beyonce. I may be young, but I'm ready. 
Oh, girl, Come I on. thought you were singing. I say yes no. to your number no. and the, yes uh, to your dating me. Yes, we can no. be together. At any rate, at any rate, I was dating some, not, I wasn't even dating. I was going together with someone who was older than me. So I lost my virginity relatively young. Um, and for years, I had built up a shame around it. What well, One, because my friends were not having sex. So were they making you feel bad? Yes. Oh. One were they particular. calling you fast? Yes. <laughs> one in particular. Damn. One in particular. Um, and yeah. she probably was projecting because at that time, like, it's really a thing to lose your virginity. And like, once your friends start losing it, it's kind of like, oh, my God, I need to lose mine, too. Right. But not you my know? friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> not my friend. Some of them, I will say some of them, but not my closest friends, not the friends who I was rolling thick as thieves with. But people in our high school and who are who are in our like adjacent group and shit like that, people were having sex. I'm not saying they weren't. Um, but because my closest friends were not having sex or had not had sex because I wasn't just like nigga t- running it up, it just happened. Um, I did feel like insecure about it. I'm like, ooh, God, and they are judging me, calling me fast. And like, you know, you shouldn't be doing all the things. So I built up a shame around sex. Engaging in the act. Yeah, just sexuality. Um, And even as I like progressed in my long-term relationships, I would just always feel insecure, right? Like, ooh, don't look at me, don't watch me. And it's all of that really stems from the fact that I never felt like liberated or empowered in sexuality because I had built up a shame around it from having sex so young. So currently, like I've started to release a lot of that shame and like let it go. Like, okay, you know, that happened. That, that is a part of my story. I started having sex young. I lost my virginity early. What the fuck? Why am I still carrying that? Right. All these As years, 30 something years, not 30 something. Hold on a bitch. 40 something, 20 <laughs> something years later. Why is that still haunting me to the point that I don't feel free? So in the last couple of years, I've been really trying to like forgive myself even though I did nothing wrong but forgive the younger me who felt like I was doing something wrong and who like shamed myself all of this all these years and who was shamed you're trying to free yourself of the overall shame of the person who was shamed exactly um and in like my current relationship I do feel more liberated so more context Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words, then phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. 
Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout. 
or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door. Ready to heat and eat in just two minutes? Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant-quality goodness made with fresh, high-quality ingredients? I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved so you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week and you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy so I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious, healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code BRAVADO50. Do not miss out, sis. What's up, ladies? It's Good Moms, Bad Choices. And guess what? We're going on tour. Yes, come join us at the Good Moms Gone Wild Tour. We're kicking off our show in Chicago on September 22nd. Then we hit New York, Philly, Atlanta, and Washington, D.C. Grab your girls, get a fucking babysitter, and call your girls or come alone and make some new friends and join us for a night of bad choices and a good fucking time. Make sure you hit the link in this episode description to grab your tickets before they sell out. See you soon. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottled Frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy groceries. Inspired by true events, The Woman King stars Viola Davis as an African general in the epic story of the first ever army of women warriors in a fight to save their kingdom. The Woman King tells the remarkable story of the Agoje, the all-female unit of warriors who protected the African kingdom of Dahomey with skills and a fierceness unlike anything the world has ever seen. These women exude confidence, strength, and power. Trust me, you'll want to see it for yourself. This is a cinematic epic film that is highly entertaining and is made to be seen on the big screen. Make sure to see The Woman King exclusively in movie theaters September 16th. Self-pleasure is a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Self-pleasure is I'm a thing. I'm an advocate for it. I, I too am an advocate. But because I'm like in a live-in live long-term relationship at this point, I don't find myself having to do it as often or making time. Not have to because I don't feel like you don't do it just because you live with somebody. It just doesn't come up for me because I just, it just don't come up. And I don't make the time to do it. Um, but recently I made the time to do it and I was like, oh, 
I remember why I liked it. <laughs> I remember why it was a thing. Yeah. Um, oh, my eyes so watery. I remember why it was a thing. Um, and I was telling Brittany, or I shared, that self-pleasure really helps you reinforce what it is you like and allows you to lean into that. Because when you are having sex or engaging in some sort of sexual act with another person, consistently, you become accustomed to doing things in a certain way right it's like the sex looks like this bam 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 we bam, do this, bam. This, thank this. you man right sometimes it's like this sometimes it's like that there's a couple of variations but you know it's pretty it's a bag of tricks it's the, exactly it's a few things and uh, nuts mixed nuts if you will <laughs> you feel me like you know yes. exactly what you're getting walnuts cashews nigga almonds it's pretty standard right. um but when you are with yourself there's no like performative act no no like performance that's happening you're just really leaning into what it is you like and you're paying attention to like things that you like if that's like the sounds that you're hearing the smells that you're smelling the the feeling of your skin whatever it is I personally was taking note of it and I'm like okay I gotta take this back I gotta take this back there and be like hey I want to do this like that but I sometimes I'm zip tight because I'm still working through the shame piece. Right. So I'm saying all that to say that shame will definitely make you feel like you have lost a part of yourself because uh, my identity is a sexual, I'm a sexual person. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say that I like to engage in sexual acts when I want to do it and I don't have to feel badly about it. Right. And constantly learning and relearning what I like helps me reinforce who I am. Yeah. The self exploration is very important about just, Knowing yourself too, what yeah. you like, because outside of like the possible shame that may have been put on us, there is also the performative piece where a lot of times it's like, girl, put that pussy on them. Yeah. Like what you doing to make him be pussy whipped and right. like him and ride him like a rodeo. But it's like at the end of the day, what do, what do I like? Exactly. What do I need? Right. And I want to be able to communicate that confidently. Like, you know what you think you're doing. You're not. Actually <laughs> doing. It's not enough. Yeah. This is what I like. Or let's try this. Yeah. I've also learned through my own self-exploration that this is that girl. that I like this. Like, can you actually whisper that? Can you do this? Right. I maybe back in the day I didn't like much talking, but I actually want you to say a few things. So I'm gonna need you to say something. Baby. I need you to say something. I gotta <laughs> tell you, this is what baby. you gotta I'm say. I need you to say something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely the shame thing. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're you have identified it and you're working through it because a lot of people are shame. People are shame for their sexuality. People are shame for their sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I actually really don't fuck with heterosexual relationships and not been out here operating like I do when it's right. not for me. Right. All types of things. Mm -hmm. We're saying fuck that though. Starting here. Right. Actually it started a while back, but we are affirming it here. Have you ever felt a disconnect between who I was like, what? <laughs> have you ever felt a dis disconnect between like who you thought you were and who you actually were? Ooh. Cause you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Like I think that, I'm a nice girl and I be coming off as a nice girl, but really I'm a bitch. Yeah. But I try to act so nice, but really I'll be behind scenes right. acting mean or nice, nasty, or like, you know, I'm mm -hmm. thinking a girl who's on her, I'm thinking that I'm a girl who's on her P's or Q's. Yeah. And really I be shit is in disarray. Yeah. Um, I think there's moments of that. I feel, I feel like there's moments of that. Not my whole like identity, um, uh, where I'm living a lie. 
Right. But fraud. fake fraud and a part time right, fraud. Right. There's definitely moments where you want to be this person who has their things together, right? Like I have a morning routine. I'm at the gym every day. I have all my checks and balances. I I'm cleaning up as soon as some shit get dirty. There's these type of things. And when I'm not doing those things, I'll be like, tap in, bitch. <laughs> Please tap in. Tap in because it's getting it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. So yeah, there are moments of that. What about you? Of course. There's mm-hmm. definitely moments where I'm like You're not on it. I'm not on it or what I the way I think I'm showing up is not how I really am and not how others see me. Yeah. That's when you really get some clarification on what the fuck's really going on because how you think others how you think you're showing up and then somebody tells you like you're not actually showing up like that. It's so like funny. what the fuck? So funny. Are you serious? Actually someone just shared with me that they didn't think I was as uh open. Or like communicative or express, not expressive, not emotionally expressive, but like just willing to share as much. And here I am thinking. You're an open book. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> she's pouring in. She's pouring an in and she's pouring book. out. And they were like, not so much. Not so much. And I was like, oh. So that that was kind of interesting to me to have that feeling of like, girl, I really thought I was doing a thing. Mm-hmm. And you said, no. Check, check. Yeah. Mirrors being held up. You'd be like, what? What you talking about? I was laughing. I was like, Not what? Laughing. I was laughing in like disbelief. I was like, really? But I mean, I'm not here to say that their opinion is not, you know, valid, valid or like their perception is not valid. I say, OK, well, let me work on that. Right. And, you know, the more that you actually know yourself, you can decipher on if what they're saying actually is something that needs to be looked into Mm -hmm. or if it's something that you don't even have to really take into consideration. Because sometimes there are some people that, yeah, that there are some people that um, try to convince you that you're not some way that you are because of an advantage of theirs. You know what Mm -hmm, I'm saying? mm -hmm. And not be like, what you talking about? Yeah. But there is something Mm. called the self discrepancy theory. Give us the tea. So this theory was introduced by a psychologist, E. Tori Higgins, back in 1987, one mm-hmm. year before I was born. Oh. And she <laughs> was born. The girls in the 80s. Yes. So according to the self-discrepancy theory, people hold beliefs about what they're really like. That's the actual self. As well as what they would ideally like to be, their ideal self, and what they think they should be, their ought self. So we really want to close the gap mm-hmm. between all these cells. We want to be like, this is who I think I am. This is how people see me. And this is how, how I ought to be. Right. But you can imagine how much conflict comes between trying to close those gaps because it's like, okay, people think I should be like this, but I actually feel like this about right, myself. Right. And then there's this and it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we often fall short and there's some discrepancies between the three. Now, you know what Donnie McClurkin said? We fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. So with these discrepancies and falling short, the self-discrepancy theory, Mm -hmm. that is why we have to do different activities, different things to really identify who we are at the core so that we can fill in these gaps. That's the whole point purpose of doing this work so that we can just show up period authentically truly as accurately as possible yeah and we're going to share some tips oh i love tips we're going to share and i love these tips particularly we are we are because you know what it's important and it's necessary to really just dig deep down and know what it is that we need to know about ourselves and our inner workings yeah we're going beyond the surface and that's what this that's really what this series of series is about 
going beyond the surface, going back down into the toolbox, figuring out, oh, I used to do that thing. Pulling that tool out, sharpening it and going out stronger. My wrench was dull. My knife was dull. My hammer was dull. But now, baby, I'm ready to battle. Doing some things. and I, I'm, I'm ready, ready to fix I'm some stuff. I'm ready to do some things. I'm ready to do this thing. I am too. I'm ready to do some things because have you ever seen somebody doing what you want the to things, do? <laughs> the things and you're like, you admire them. You're yeah. inspired. You know, Nita. Oh, yes. She's on like a solo trip. And I just feel like, wow, that is beautiful. Like you, For her 30th it, birthday. It just seems like from the outside looking in that she is out doing, exploring, seeing different things that brings her joy, mm -hmm. period. And I'm like, I need to do more of that. Yeah, for sure. Lean in. I could see you on a solo trip. I could see me on a solo trip. I totally could. I, I don't know where I would go, though. But I could definitely. Maybe see. start somewhere small, like a staycation, Seattle, Portland, something like that. No? Maybe. You want to go big, thinking big, bitch. No, you know what I'm thinking? Those places sound cool, but I feel like I would want to go to a place where, like. You really have to lean on your own self. Right. Like, where it's, like, I can do activities that, what am I thinking of? That aren't, like, so, put so much pressure on me. Like, when you go to a city, like, it's like, okay, you have to find some stuff to do. Yeah. But when you go out, like, to a beach or a water or a jungle or a forest or something, you can just be. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think someplace like that would be more beneficial for me. Okay. For the solo. We have to find somewhere. For the solo travel. Because if I go to like Seattle, I want to be a city girl. Yeah. I, I and I wouldn't be a city girl. Like I wouldn't go to a club or nothing by myself. No. Right. At the bar and shit. Just drinking. Right. Like sitting at the bar. like. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Your experience is definitely limited in the city. Right. Unless you wanted to go somewhere that has tons of monuments where you could just like go See, make a day out of. Yeah, but I'm not a monument girl. I, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not no, a monument. I'm not. That, I too am not that. Girl. I'm not that travel. Girl. I'm not that I'm not girl. the monument girl. I'm like a relaxation. I want to get a facial. I want to be pampered. I want to lay at the beach. I want to read. I want to eat. Yeah, I do not like a monument. Like that. But a sightsee. She's not a sightseer. I'm not a sightsee. No. So we're going to get into some tools so that you can develop your self knowledge. That's the work that we're doing. So the first one, very simple concept simple concept oh, now the work like, might not be simple no. but the concept is simple the work is never simple Who it's is? always easier to talk about than it is to do right i know we'd be like here are the tips and the tricks <laughs> bitch but do all the time we'd be shaking right to get right. Into them. like have you started the tips have you started implementing the tips and tricks it's like girl they were good to talk about we gave them out yeah don't know what we took from it no, but, but here we are these we ones really, are, these, i really want to do is what these. we really need to do okay so who am i mm. who are you mm. who are we this who is she who, right this exercise allows us to see both who we are in this moment in the present and who we want to be in the future Period. We're writing it out. Make it plain. Yes. Okay, so this is what it says here. Because I got to read this. Yeah, know. there's a lot here, guys. So the most important Girls. part is deciding how you're going to become the person you wish and strive to be. What would be your strategy to do that? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's a part that I'm often missing. The strategy. The strategy. Which, Atomic Habits, putting new goals and implementing change in your life is all about strategy. You have to have a strategy. The goal is just how you, what you're going to do, where you want to go. Right. Where the you strategy be, where is you how you're going to get there. And I think I have a crystal clear vision for the most part. 
it's pretty crystal clear. It's pretty clear of where I see myself. Right. But when it comes to how I see myself getting there and the steps that it's going to take, I can say that I haven't really been intentional or taken the time to map out what I need to do um, to make those steps. Right. See, that's another thing. The goal is the car. The navigation is the strategy. You could be in the car all day. You can know what the goal is all day. But if you don't got the directions to get there, baby, you just going to be sitting in traffic. And not Mario going said, anywhere. What do you say? You don't know this one. I don't. It's a deeper Deep cut. cut? Deeper cut. I don't know. Follow the direction. We're going to make a left on kissing. No. <laughs> no. I don't like it. I don't okay. like it. No, it's good. Okay. Okay. So this is how we're going to do this. So we're going to write down on paper who you are. On another paper, who you wish to become. And on the last paper, how are you going to achieve it? Mm-hmm. Right? So they also recommend that you discuss this and get feedback from the people that you trust so they can tell you, like, right. what's really going on. There's no skewed. Because we'll just be looking at ourselves through rose-colored glasses. Like, like everything's you're good. Doing you're doing it. Someone that you can have an honest conversation Next exercise. with who will let you know, like, okay, you you share with me that you have a desire to be more responsible um save more whatever that looks like and i'm gonna be honest with you i see you i see you acting up right i see you blowing a check yeah yeah so i like it i like it another tool Start an emotional diary. Now, this one was calling my name. That's why I got it. <laughs> Start an emotional diary. Yeah. So listening to your emotions can tell you a lot about yourself and other people or even y'all different situations. So due to that fact, the emotional diary is a great technique to facilitate self-knowledge. OK, I can see that this I, I really need this being conscious of our emotional state and knowing which of these emotions are the most repetitive in your day to day life or knowing the origins of them can give us a greater and deeper understanding of ourselves and most aspects of our life. This is really important for me. I have to do this work. I truly do. I need to be able to sit with myself because I know that I'm dramatic. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) The laughter. Why? Can you identify an emotion that you frequently feel? Like what is something that you can say? I I frequently feel that emotion. Ooh, my eye is just watering. Um, I wish drama was an emotion. Okay, so what is it like? Drama, like, what do you feel an increased emotion that caused you to be dramatic? Um, That's what I have to figure out. Because sometimes it's just like all of it and I just have to do it in a dramatic way. I cannot help it. Like, yeah, like when I feel like, you know, when we're talking and you do something and I'm like, uh-uh, I don't like that. The way I have to bring it to your attention is like, Brittany, what is your <laughs> What is she even talking about? I I don't know. I don't even feel like I feel anxious a lot, but I don't feel like it's drama. That's not what I'm connecting like it to. I know why I'm anxious is because a lot of times I'll be fearful what's going on in the world and just like my safety and just overall. So you there's know. an emotion you feel like fear. Yeah, you know I feel fear a lot. Oh, okay, saying, so that's we just one said, that you. I'm okay, just yeah. Want you to identify like one emotion. One emotion. That you yeah, feel, feel. fear. Fear? Yeah, fear. I feel fearful often. Uh, what's one that I frequently feel? Um, impatient, agitation. Which, fuck me. <laughs> what is the it? fuck? Okay, what is it? Um. See, it's kind of hard. Right. It's kind of hard, but I will say but you that's did. That's because I don't keep a diary. <laughs> 
I don't keep a diary either, but I think you hit the nail on the head for me. One that I'm working through feeling often, I don't want to fear, feel, feel fearful all the time. And I've already noted that I feel it. And I'm like, Brit. that's definitely a frequent one for you. I know. It's like, even if we're talking about something, you find the fear in it. Ew, shut the fuck up. I'm just being honest. Anyway, I do. I do, but I don't need you clocking it. I said it already. You know what? I need to figure out what the different emotions are so that I can identify. Fear, anger, happiness, joy, sadness, elation. Like, how do you express your emotions? What adjectives would you use to express the things that you feel? I think I need to really Somber. tap into this because I don't think I allow myself to feel emotions that much Ooh. because I'm more logical. Ooh. So I need to probably tap into any glimpse, small glimpse of emotion that I feel. That's mm -hmm. why this diary would be really beneficial for me. Yeah. So that I can identify like so I could really catch it like, OK, that was that. Yeah. Because I think I operate so much in my logical mind. That you that don't let yourself drop into your heart space. A lot. My emotions, no. Yeah. It's like, what what makes sense? And sometimes emotions don't make sense. I know, and you'll completely remove the emotions and only operate out the logic. Facts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We need to switch. I need to take a, pour a little bit of the, over that over here. And I will pour a little bit of what I have over there. Yeah. Definitely, I'm going to be working through this fear thing for a while. I've already started. Every time I feel myself going to a fearful thought or thinking about why something might be scary or why it's not safe i check it like i've been trying to be really conscious of it that's good when i'm driving you already know how i feel i'll be like nope right. why do you feel like you're gonna die in a car accident why is that a constant thought for I me i don't know i hate it why do you feel like somebody wants to attack you i hate it like girl nobody's out to get you right just live please i'm working on it though y'all I'm working These on. emotions, they'll eat you up. They, they're eating my ass up, right. leaving no crumbs. <laughs> okay, so oh, another God. tool is to ask people you trust for feedback, which I briefly mentioned. Mm. So we all have blind spots. Yeah. That's the reality. We have things that um, about ourselves that other that we can't see but others can and a prime example of this if you've listened to our episode over on patreon we were recapping the live event mm -hmm. and there was a slight riff tiff um and Brittany shared with me that she does not like it when i choose to emotionally dump will we call it a dump i don't want to call it that Maybe not emotionally dump, but try to get me at the level that you are emotionally when I don't necessarily feel the same way in that moment. Yeah. Try to get like a reaction. Yeah. And she shared that with me and I was like, hmm, that was a blind spot. Yeah. And I feel like, what did I share about you? Something. Maybe you said that I didn't acknowledge your feelings at yeah, all. Yeah. The logic. You see, sometimes the girl is so logical. I'm like get over here pour <laughs> yeah. some emotion in yeah and yeah these blind spots and when you have somebody who loves you who cares about you who only has your best interest at heart and they're like hey this is something that i think you need to work on i feel like you can receive it you know it's coming from an honest place right like girl we ain't trying to hurt you we trying right. to make you better that's why you definitely have to it has to be somebody that you trust because mm. some people can project or tear use it as an opportunity to just tear you down yeah and we definitely don't want that we just we just want to like have clear, open communication 
Um, and sometimes we don't know things until we ask them. Mm-hmm. You really think you're operating going through the world in life as one way. And people can think you're going through life as another way and never bring it to your front door because the, the space hasn't been created or right. the opportunity hasn't presented itself for people to, to give share. you honest feedback. And you'd be surprised if people who care about you will be like, oh, you're inviting my opinion. Let me tell you, this is what's really tea. And then it's like, oh. And it really helps you gain <laughs> some self-awareness. Yeah. It may sting, especially if it's something that's not what? Something that's not. Like as becoming? Yeah, as becoming or nice to hear. (laughs) The Michelle. But once you're aware, you can work on it. You can work on it. You can change it. If it's something that you don't like, you're like, okay, now I'm aware about this. I'm aware of this. I can change it because I don't like hearing that I'm rude or I'm short or I don't consider others or whatever. It makes some adjustments. Mm -hmm. It's like, damn. But we can ask for the negative, but also the positive, too. We want to we want to hear some sugar. Bitch, bitch, sandwich it. <laughs> you know, that's a technique. Good, bad, good. Wrap it yes. up. <laughs> sandwich my shit. Yes. Um, and next, if you have a smart um, cookie of a friend, you can even ask them for ways that you can improve. Mm-hmm. What are your suggestions? What do you think I should do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Next tool is to apply feedback analysis. So once you come to a decision about a certain thing, write down what you think will happen, and then nine months later, revisit it. This is some real in your bag shit. <laughs> really? Really? Ooh. I think it's a good tool because sometimes you make decisions and it's just like I made that decision and I moved on. But mm-hmm. when you got to circle back nine months and see what really happened, yeah, I could see yeah. that being beneficial. And even like when you were mentioning earlier how a lot of times things are happening to you, you're just like, okay, it's gone. Okay, that happened. This will allow you to be like, mm, it didn't just happen. What really happened? What really happened? Yeah. Exactly. Did you think what was going to happen happened? So a few things happen when you do this. And this also allows a few things to just, you know, come into your awareness. You get to notice what worked and didn't work. Now that's T. That keeps us from taking L's, baby. That turns the L's into a lesson. Maybe because with the, this tour, I'm like, let's do some feedback analysis. Yeah. You know, it'll be so quick. We almost really did it to ourselves in the moment try to plan additional dates when yeah. it's like, hold on, get feedback analysis on how the two stops that you did, yeah. how those worked. Yeah, yeah, for or sure. Or didn't work. And, and then, then you see, move right, forward in power. Right. Then you can move forward like, oh, right. okay, I know I'm going to do that again. Right. Next year would never do that. Right. Also, this allows you to evaluate your decision-making process. Now, for a Libra girl like me, this is definitely beneficial because that will help me. Sometimes I'm so indecisive. I'm like, uh, but... Feedback analysis and trusting myself will allow me to assess my decision making process and say, oh, you did great there. Oh, you did. Great. It builds up more confidence in my decision making process. Definitely. I think it will contribute to decisiveness. It's like you just decide I want to do this and I'm confident in it. And move forward. Uh, <laughs> For real. God. Yeah. I'm going to work on being more decisive. Sometimes it's not that I don't feel confident in the decision. I just can't choose. But I don't have, I don't feel like it always has to do with lack of confidence. Mm. It'll be the smallest thing. I don't know if I want salt on the rim or fucking chili. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so salt also. Salt or chili. Um, doing the feedback analysis will allow you to notice any flaws in your cause and effect analysis and how you're reaching your conclusions, which mm-hmm. I think is important because sometimes personally, 
when I'm faced with a decision to make, I'm trying to think of like, is this the best decision? You know, that is my struggle. And seeing if it's the best decision. Yes. I'm constantly weighing pros, cons, yes, no, good, bad. I go back and forth, which is why I'm so indecisive. But having this intel and really being like, really taking the time to like think about the decisions you've made in the past and how they've um, affected you, affected you, affected you and ended up like nine months after you went back and reflected. Really, I think, like I said, builds that confidence to where you're like, you know what? I make really good decisions. Yeah. And when this type of situation comes around in the future, I'll know how to make this decision. Exactly. For sure. Um, also, you can apply the feedback, like Germany said, and make better decisions in the future. And it can also highlight some of your um, competencies that you may need to develop further. Like, okay, you know what? When niggas are involved, I be making sketchy ass decisions. <laughs> right. When the money's involved, I, I be definitely making be having. I definitely be having these sorts of feedback analysis vibes. Wait, what? With relationships. Oh. I definitely do. I be thinking back, like, okay, when I made that decision, what state was I in? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did I need? Yeah. What was lacking? Yeah. What was really going on? I can honestly say that I think I need to take a break in between relationships. Ooh. Because I'd be trying to, like, get, get you into a something. Yeah, quick. I think I would benefit from breaks. I think so. But you did, okay, you did take a little break, but you were yearning for the relationship. When? Well, before you got it. Like, you, there was not the last, not the last two, not the last two. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, I was no, a back-to-back, no, back, Drake. Back-to-back. <laughs> <laughs> back. Yeah. Um, Between the LTR in the first relationship, there was a significant break. What, like a year, year and a half? Yeah, it was a break, but, but it I was a break, but a break, were, but it was sh- too much shit going on in between. Oh uh, yeah, not a complete. It clean. wasn't clean, a clean break. So when was the? There was no ever no lack of communication, huh? Like there was never like okay, it's dead silence, and now I'm entering into this new thing. Not the fir- between really? the last thing and the first thing. The last, last, the LTR and the first nigga. Oh, yeah. I think. What? You know, I've put that into my past. <laughs> oh, my God. I think there, was, there wasn't, there was like, a complete dead silence, no. It was just like, leave me alone, you know, I ain't fucking yeah. with you type vibe. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't like we were messing with each other. No, no, But, no. yeah. But it hadn't been like, I think I'm ready for this new thing. I like, mean, I, I thought I was ready for the new thing. What I'm saying more so is just if something ends, not feeling the urge to like have a back pocket option or mm-hmm. quickly hop into something else or like pursue something else. Just like, you know, I think I benefit more from just taking breathers and really seeing like what it is that you want and going into the next relationship confident that you can communicate. This is what I need out of a relationship. This is what I'm looking for and not adjusting to what it is that they're looking for. That also, it could be, uh, no, <laughs> just like, just taking a break. Okay. Yeah. Taking a break. Okay. Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. So here are some additional questions to help you know yourself better. So one is what are my strengths? A good one. What is it that you're really good at? What can you be proud of? That you do. That's like, nigga, I got this on Like, I do this easy. I could do this Period. in my sleep. That's Dude. empowering. It is. That makes you feel good and builds confidence again. And makes helps you pick things that 
highlight your strengths. Right. Because sometimes we want to do the be it all girls, the renaissance women, and it's mm. like you're actually not there. <laughs> you're a silo, Stick mommy. to the rivers and the lakes that you're used Siloed to. Siloed babes. Mm -hmm. Yes. What do I like to do for fun? This is a good one. All these questions will really help you come back to your center. Heart. Nigga, what is it that's going on? Out of all the roles that you play, out of all the things that you do every day where you can get lost in the sauce and distracted, you can sometimes forget even what is it that I like to do for fun? Even if my friends weren't asking me to go, if my nigga wasn't asking me to do it, if I was just solo dolo, what does that look like? Because it changes, right? With my homegirls, we might want to turn up and get ratchet. The fun that you do alone is different and you, you can forget that. Maybe you want to read. Maybe you want to go on a hike. What do you like to do for fun? What do I like to do for fun by myself? Just in general. What oh, do you like to do for fun? Dance. You know I like to do that. I like to dance. Um, I like to eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I really do like quiet time by myself. That's fun. Yeah. I feel like it's it's fun. It's centering like quiet moments, um, being in nice nature yeah. When's the last time you've been in nature? Girl, fuck you. I'm serious. Oh. Because I ain't heard you being in no nature. Even when I'm just walking in, there's trees around. Okay, the walks. Come on. <laughs> Silence. Um, But I do like nature. Okay. I do. What have I done? I ain't done much nature shit, but yeah. What do you like to do for fun? I love to dance. I love to eat. Mm -hmm. Eating in nice establishments. Mm -hmm. Um. I like going to concerts and I was just talking to Kayla about this today and I was like, I really need to get I'm back into my too. concert bag because I can't remember the last fucking concert I went to. I think it was that quarantine thing. I like concerts too, yeah. I think it was that quarantine, which when the fuck was that? Two last years ago, year. almost three years ago. What, what? quarantine thing? Club quarantine. We oh, that's the, the last Hollywood time I Bowl. feel like I went to, yeah. No, you went to the Summer Walker. At least. Oh, You've been to a lot. I, okay, I have been still. Um, anywho, I was telling her, like, I need to get back into that. I haven't even been looking, like, at what concerts are coming or I look at them, but I don't get serious about purchasing the tickets, so I need to go back to making that a priority. Um, I like to hike. Mm -hmm. And what else do I like to It doesn't do? have to be a lot of things. That's good. No, other things. Damn, I like shut it. Shut me down. No, I'm just saying, because the list... It's nice to do even some more work. Like, hmm, maybe there's a few things I can look into. Let me dive deeper. What does the girls like? What do the girls like? Right. Okay, <laughs> another question you can ask yourself to help you know yourself better is, what am I worried about? Mm. What haunts you? Is it the bills? <laughs> right. Is it the fear of being attacked? Yeah. Dying, whatever. What am I worried about? The way you're perceived, yes. people not liking you, yes. not having a legacy, not being successful, think, letting people I think that down. Me. You know what I worry about sometimes, and I think this has to do with imposter syndrome, like getting the opportunity and losing it. Mm, yeah, that's like a little worry in the back of my mind. Yeah, like touching something and then yeah. having n not even be able to hold on to it. Yeah. Not being able to sustain it. Yeah. Because it's like I've started to not have doubt or have confidence in like being presented with opportunities because I just keep being presented with opportunities. Come on, talk about it. But just worrying about if the op opportunity is going to reach the actual level that I want it to reach and just being able to hold on to the opportunity, grab it by the handlebars. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Another thing is like, and I think this would really help you know yourself. Asking yourself, and I'm am I a night owl? 
or am I a morning or am I a morning bird? Yeah, early bird. <laughs> morning, <laughs> morning bird. <laughs> Bitch, are you a night bird or a morning bird? Which one? An owl yes, or what? Yes, because you know what? That helps us arrange our life accordingly. Quick, quit setting up all this shit to do in, in the, the morning. morning when you know you're not an early bird. Yeah. I had to release it. I said, I'm not. I'm not one of the 5 a.m. girls who's going to get up and start the 5 to 9 so I can 9 to 5. I'm not that girl. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of perks and benefits, but I just can't, it's not sustainable for me. Right. And then you end up playing yourself. Yeah. It's like I'm doing all of this and exhausting myself. I'm tired. I, uh, 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 figure out what works. And that's not to say there may not be space for you maybe to get up a little earlier, but you're not jam packing your morning like you're a 5 a.m. riser. Right. And I and I have gotten up early, but it's to go to work. Right. It's so I can get cracking on the day, so I can do the other stuff that I want to do in the evening. Yes. That part. Um, lastly, this is a great question. Am I an introvert or an extrovert? Am I energized being around others or being by myself? Maybe you're an ambivert. Maybe you like a little bit of both. But having this knowledge really will help you know yourself. Going deep like this. Girl, what do I like to do? Because maybe I don't even want to go out and people be inviting me out and I be going in and I be feeling drained and it's not my vibe. Right. You the whole time you don't even want to go. Whole time you want to stay home. You wanted to stay home and you're perfectly okay and you have a great time staying home. It's okay to stay home. Yeah. If that's your thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be out, it's okay to want to be out. So often we shame one or the other. Like, girl, you always in the house. You don't do shit. Da 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 da. But that's what brings some people joy. And then the girlies that like to be outside. It's like you never sit down. You always outside. That's what brings me joy. Girl. I enjoy being outside. I get fueled. You bring me joy. <laughs> yes, you bring <laughs> me joy. Cue the Ari Lennox outside, which I think will be my new theme song. I feel like that might be on the playlist this month. It might already be on the playlist. That will be going up at the end of the week. And she said, I'm not a girl you can keep inside. Uh, it's probably on here. And I'm definitely not her. Can't keep me. No, Stop By is actually on there. But I will put outside on there for you. <laughs> stop by so there are going to be on our patreon a list of 26 questions Ooh, come on yes some good questions that you can um ask yourself and reflect on to really get to know yourself and the recommendation is to do like one a week so you can really tap in so this, this is, is a, a journey six week activity this is a journey i'm personally going to be joining on the journey because i have some fucking work to do and i just have a desire mm-hmm to really, you know, just be that girl. Yeah. And a part of being that girl is knowing who the fuck I am and standing ten toes down on it. Inside and out. Standing ten toes down. Yeah. Because I've been on a curled toe. Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's been ballet. Michael Jackson tiptoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, I just want to be more self-aware. People who are more self-aware, they really know themselves. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> yeah. They really know themselves. They do. They know who they are. They know what they want. They know what they don't want. They know how to get it. And they know how to turn it away when it's not that. So. Yeah. I love it. I, too, will be on the journey. Hopefully, y'all will be on the journey with us. We want to get deep. We want to sharpen our tools. We want to do all the things that's going to make us better women, better friends, better daughters, better people, better entrepreneurs. My clothes better. My shoes better. Exactly. <laughs> I work hard. All of that. Okay. Yes. And we if you ain't speaking to us life. in TikTok, get out. Get out of here. We only speak in TikTok. That's what we speak in. <laughs> Let's take this knowledge, this awareness, and create the life that we want and the life that we deserve. Yes. We are um, architects. Creating the life that we deserve. We will see y'all next week. See you.
Love you. Bye. Bye.